0: Hey, this is Taylor, one half of Supervillain Obituary Presents. I just wanted to take a moment before the episode starts... Tell you guys about the other podcast on the Super Villain Obituary Network. We got Arguments in My Car with me, obviously, Taylor Hempel. Dad's Secret Stash with Nick, Loveless, and Stu. And then the one that started it all, Super Villain Obituary. Also coming soon is Two Tickets 2 with Taylor and Stu. Plus, we're going to be setting up a website to sell merch and launch a Patreon to give you guys a little something extra. Enjoy this week's episode and have a good day. Welcome to another episode of Arguments in My Car with Taylor Hemphill. I have a guest today. I've said that for the past like four episodes, but trying to have as many people on as possible to learn as many things as possible. Uh, My guest today is Smidge. Am I saying that right? Yeah. Okay. Hi. You're, well, I was going to say your real first name, but you don't really go by that.
1: Are you the government? No, I'm just, like,
0: I try to be as proper as possible, but then also, like, people don't want their whole names out there. and so. Oh, I don't care about that, but Smidge is fine. Okay. Um, we are talking about sobriety today, and we are talking about maybe just addiction and stuff in general.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I'm very, I've got a lot to talk about.
0: Yeah, you brought a you're the first person that's brought a notebook of well notes.
1: It's so chaotic in here. It's not formal even a little bit, so don't.
0: But I, I uh I like that. You're prepared and most people I mean, most people are nervous, not that like any episode's ever gone bad, <laughs> but most people are just like, Cool, I'm just gonna wing it and I'm like, well, hopefully, you know
1: I like a loose skeleton. I like to be like, you know, mildly prepared, but not too much that it Over. ruins everything.
0: Yeah. Um, so you're what a two weeks sober
1: today? Uh, or three th- weeks and two, three weeks almost. Oh, nice.
0: When yeah, is we the- kept having
1: to reschedule and every time we rescheduled, I was like, that's actually kind of good. Cause I don't want to be like four days sober on a podcast talking about my, right? Yeah. My time so far.
0: Um, can I ask, and if you don't want to answer this, you can just say no. But, like, what was the thing that made you finally decide?
1: Yeah, actually, I'm glad because that's something I wanted to talk about. Because I thought I would have sort of a rock bottom. I thought that it would just look differently. I thought that it would be a lot messier. But instead, it was more of the like accumulation of so many like guilty mornings waking up and being like, fuck, man, I did, I feel like shit again. And then wasting an entire day. And that. Just started happening over and over and over again, and the last night that I drank, I was out seeing my uh, boyfriend's band. My dad was there. We had a bunch of friends there, and my dad just said something that I don't think that he like intended to strike me so hard, but my mom had been in the hospital like a week or two before that. She's fine, but it looked serious at first, and he just like super nonchalantly was like, "Hey." how much of uh, your mom's episode do you think had to do with drinking? And I was like, bro, Mm. (laughs) we are literally both shit-faced in this bar right now. You're being way too fucking much. You're being more than I'm being, actually. And uh, Was he
0: being like, I don't want to say a a downer, but... No,
1: no, no, no. My dad gets like, he's like happy fun guy a lot of the time. He's just like, he can be a little too hype. (laughs) So you was know, it
0: was it more of just like because whenever I drink, uh, depending on who I'm with, even with strangers, I get into deep conversations. You know, it was like it was
1: so out of left field because we were just standing there and he just kind of leaned over. You know, we were in like joking, fun times, mm-hmm. and then he just leaned over and asked that, and I was like, "Man, the tone you brought to the table with that first of all, but second of all, we're both standing here super drunk. Like, how could you have yeah." How could you, you know, have that tone about this right now? And then I woke up the next morning super fucking hungover again, like I had been doing most weekends, and I was like, I'm just done. (laughs) Because I think a part of me did know that my mom's episode probably did have something to do with it. Right. Yeah.
0: But it was just a moment killer-ish, maybe?
1: Oh, yeah. I mean, I I popped off. I was like, this is... (laughs)
0: inappropriate. Not, yeah.
1: <laughs> this is not the place. Oh yeah. what I say? I was like, dude, you're in your sixties and you have both your parents still. I'm barely into my thirties and I thought I just going to lose my mom. And he was like, well, my dad's dying. And I was like, he's supposed to, you're in yeah. your sixties. Like that's what's supposed to happen. Like maybe like, give me a minute.
0: <laughs> so the next day, whenever you felt like, what was your last hungover day?
1: Um, I probably took like three baths, um, <laughs> three baths? which is funny. Cause like, just my like normal, chilling in the tub. Yeah. But like, I don't hang out in there very long cause I actually don't like baths, but <laughs> I know sober me hates baths. They're boring. I'm too much of a restless person. Was
0: it a, um, cause that's, I guess, I mean, I laugh at that, but I feel like depending on how hungover I am, I'll probably take three naps. Like the yeah, so I'm
1: I'm too restless. Like, I've got such a restless uh, character, personality. I don't know. That's just how I am energetically. And for me to sit still in silence is not a thing for me.
0: Hmm. Um, I was... Um, so we talked about, like, the, t- the time that you were supposed to come on, I had went out to a friend's show. Mm-hmm. And <laughs> I don't really care if people know this. I was out at my friend's show, um, and I just want to preface it, though, that it's not because I was so wasted, but I peed my pants, (laughs) and I had to leave, and I was like, and then... Hold on, wasn't
1: there more to it, though? Didn't you, like you got to the bathroom and then like yeah. you just didn't, it didn't work out in time, but you were like there.
0: Yeah, yeah, so like <laughs> I had to go really bad already and then I went to the bathroom and I had a drink and there was no place to set the drink down. Like it was, cause it was at a hard, not hard rock, one of the casinos and uh, I had to balance the drink on a paper towel or toilet paper holder or whatever it was. And then I was wearing a belt and like, by the time I did that and I just, it, I was just already peeing and I was just like, what the, I mean, I don't know.
1: And then you left.
0: Yeah. And then, and then I left. But, uh.
1: I had only been like, I think like two days sober or something. Cause we were trying to figure out what to talk about. And I was like, well, you know, I just decided to get sober if that's something.
0: Yeah. And then that's when you told me your story. <laughs> yeah. And I was just like, I'm just too old to be, cause that was the first time that's ever happened. Whether I was like, you never like, peed your pants? No, I, I mean, not that I remember.
1: <laughs> um,
0: like I said, I wasn't that drunk though, so like it definitely stuck with me as opposed to like waking up the next morning and being like, oh, you know, whatever. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, it was just like, um, I've drank once since then. Cause whenever I record some podcasts, there's like a bunch of us over here and the dudes usually bring beers and stuff. Mm. We don't really ever get like slammed or anything Well, we have, but
1: yeah, I definitely want to talk about social situations too, while we're here. Cause that's been, oh, for sure. that was probably, that's probably my weirdest thing to navigate still because of social anxiety, but like my first big epiphany, um, so it was a Saturday morning that I woke up and was like, it's over breaking up with alcohol. It's over. Yeah. And, um, my boyfriend and I went out to a show that night. So, I mean, all of my friends were on stage playing with like a music legend. It was a big deal. And I wanted to drink so badly, but I was like, no, I've made the decision. I'm just not going to do it. And I just started noticing it's like, instead of having tunnel vision, I could see my periphery. And I mean that literally, like instead of being zeroed in on stuff, I was noticing, so much more of my surroundings, and I was picking up on conversations. And
0: so it was like a spider sense.
1: It was weird. Like, and you know what I noticed? Even at the restaurant we ate at before that, everyone around me was talking about drinking. I swear to God. Like, they the, were either talking about the types of alcohol they like, or getting drunk, or a time that they were drunk, or that the fact that they are drunk.
0: Hmm. So it was like, it was a f- first, uh, First day, hard test, essentially. Mm-hmm.
1: And these weren't my friends. Like, we're not that boring. Like, when we're drunk, we're not talking. Right. About, this is, like, just general public.
0: Just right, yeah.
1: Whom, whom I am annoyed by regardless. So,
0: <laughs> so okay, so I've been um, around people who were drinking before and I wasn't drinking because, like, the next morning I had to get up super early or whatever. I wish I had that. (laughs) And it's, but it's almost like, I remember this, I haven't had this feeling in a long time, but I remember a hating everybody because they were drunk and I was sober Two feeling left out because Mm -hmm. I wasn't drunk. And I, it's like, and I was just like, why am I here? And I ended up leaving early because whatever. And I don't miss that at all. Like that, even i mean again this was like years ago and that's happened since and i just haven't if i'm going somewhere where i know a bunch of people are drunk i just don't go like
1: yeah i'm i'm kind of anticipating that is going to become <clears throat> pretty normal for me um so far not too bad you know i did have the funeral right that i so i found out a friend of mine died on day 4 And then we went to a pub after the hospital. I've never been in a hospital where a doctor came out and explained, like pronounce somebody brain dead, you know? So that was wild. We went to the pub afterwards and I really was like, I should get a beer. I should just have one. I should just limit myself. And that opened a whole, oh my God, just a whole list of things for me to sort through about like, well, is it really worth it? Um, Right. You know, if I have one, I'm definitely going to want two. And if I have two, you know, well, you know what that means. So, yeah, I ended up not having that one. And then that weekend was the funeral. And, I mean, they had, like, kegs and shit. So Yeah.
0: I think, yeah, because you text me the next day or so mm-hmm. about how hard that funeral was.
1: It was fucking,
0: and yeah. <laughs> the one thing I've learned, which I think is what I told you, is, yeah, your brain is not your friend. It's going to figure mm-hmm. out a way to justify, oh, let's, we can have one. And you're and you have to be like no we fucking can't oh like my God
1: I swear I I am like raising a child like be living in my yeah. body feels like raising a child all the time I'm such a like escapist I and something I'm I'm realizing is like I like who I am I was starting to lose myself I, I've always thought that I had better taste than anybody for like anything and I mean I'm sure that sounds probably terrible but you know a part of it was. Drowning out everything else around me, and also like certain. You're, you mean
0: your reason for drinking?
1: A lot of it. I, I'm coming to realize. Yeah, I was numbing myself to my surroundings a lot of the time. Is
0: it because you didn't want to be where you were, or oh, you didn't I like have, the people there, or?
1: No, not even. I just have a lot of anxiety, and I lack patience, and I just kind of get. So it was, it I'm was, restless. I'm just yeah. Super restless.
0: your way to be chill, essentially.
1: But it never chilled me out. It actually made me more anxious and more restless. And it had the exact opposite effect and it exacerbated all the things I was trying to get away from.
0: Do you have, when you're not drinking, are you super anxious? Like anxiety ridden?
1: Um, I can be, you know, the first few days I was like, Oh my God, my anxiety has gone. This is incredible. Oh, nice. (laughs) Well, I mean, yeah, but then You know, the last few weeks I'm, you know, just living my life, going through the normal, you know, every routine, everything that I would normally be doing. And no, I still definitely have anxiety. It's just manageable. That's cool. It's something that I can actually deal with instead of like try to, you know, repress.
0: I had this one. This was a, I mean, I'm sure I'd felt this before, but I remember this instance specifically. And I guess it's anxiety. I at the time called it paranoia but i went into work and i was super hungover, and i just remember thinking all day for no reason they're gonna fire me i'm gonna get fired they're gonna fire me oh. and like all day i just had to sit with that until like it came time to clock out and i was like well i guess i still work here but i don't know why <laughs> like but i've noticed that it's like the like it's a it had to do with drinking obviously and mm-hmm. the hangover and like whatever was happening within my body, my brain just decided to be like, Hey, fuck you today. Like,
1: well, yeah. Cause you probably didn't actually sleep, which, oh yeah. Sleep debt. Yeah. Yeah. When you don't actually sleep for like a whole decade and then you're like, oh, how's that?
0: Are you sleeping better?
1: It goes off and on. I had some, you know, like side effects I didn't anticipate. Um, I think the sleep is leveling out. Oh, that's good. But yeah, when you go that many years without reaching rim state, but even just one night is going to fuck you up. So in your instance, you didn't actually get to reset and yeah. rest. And so you came into work the next day fried
0: pretty. Yeah. I mean, Which I'm I've done about, many times. Yeah. I'm not. Yeah. Um, many times. I, w- I mean, I'm sure this is different for everybody, but from stories I've read, I've heard after two weeks, it gets easier.
1: Yeah. That totally happened. In fact, the notes that I have, which who knows if I'll even look at them, I intended to keep a journal because after that first night at that show, I was like, whoa, profound realizations all over the place. And then, yeah, now at almost three weeks, it's, I'm not thinking about it as much, much as I was. It's, yeah, that, that habit is just starting to sort of take the back seat more
0: and. Nice. Yeah. But would you, were your first two weeks. Uh, I mean, like we talked about the funeral and then the the night you, or the the very next day when you went out, like those are pretty intense, but like just a normal day, is it, was it pretty easy like during the first two weeks?
1: Um, no, (laughs) no, no, because I would wake up feeling like I could sleep for like 50 hours.
0: I feel that all the time.
1: Oh man. See, I don't, I'm not like that. Yeah. At all. I took <laughs> no. a
0: nap before you got here.
1: That's crazy to me. <laughs> um, no, I was like just drudging through days and, you know, I, I spent any of my time off kind of treating it like sick days, sort of. I didn't have any like medical detox kind of like, there's no severity on that level. Um, cause I'm not as much of a, a binge drinker as an everyday drinker, which they are definitely different. Um, What was I saying?
0: (laughs) Uh, Binge drinker versus everyday drinker.
1: Oh, yeah. But, yeah. Oh, no. I treated a lot of my days like sick days where I just would, like, be on the couch and I'd be like, you need to not do anything. Just, like, just allow yourself to relax. Like, that's something I'm learning how to do and learning how to be gentle with myself and not go, 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 rush to everything all the time.
0: That's weird because that's what I do. Like, if I have... I see I feel like it's I thought I was just being super lazy and maybe I am but like (laughs) if I had like a heavy weekend out Monday Tuesday and usually Wednesday after work would just be me like laying on the couch Mm -hmm. and being like I need to rest and I need to recuperate but that also could just be me justifying it and being like I want to lay on the couch and so that's what I want to do.
1: So even when I you know usually when I'm laying on the couch I'm anxious about laying on the couch like i need to be up and doing something i used to
0: be that way yeah yeah and then i I think it was actually when i moved out because i lived at home for a while and that that mindset was yeah i need to be up doing stuff so i can move out so i don't live at home forever mm -hmm. but then once i got my own place i was just kind of like well you know
1: i made it yeah mom and dad i made it yeah so i'm (laughs) gonna
0: i'm gonna lay on the couch (laughs) <laughs> I had a uh, realization because I don't... So I'm not a person that can have one drink. I've never been like that. Same. Absolutely. And with the whole slowing down and trying to quit thing, um, I don't even know where this really came from. Probably just from when I was laying on the couch. But <laughs> I was thinking to myself that like you should be... To, to me, you should be happy that you got to pick your ending because, mm-hmm. like, a lot of people don't. They either die from it or it Ooh, takes yeah. their entire life and they can't stop. So I'm, just, like, I was just talking to myself being, like, you got to choose your ending for alcohol. So, I feel the
1: shit out of that. Yeah. I really do. Yeah, and I mean, you know, I, I was raised by a police officer and that itself comes with so much. Um, so I... Flew off the rails quick, like super fast, like 13, 14. And, uh, you know, the circles I ran around in, there was a whole lot of shit going on all the time. And yeah, I've got friends and in, in and out of jail. Some have died
0: like, when you, you know. say you went off the rails, was it because you were the daughter of a policeman? Like the dog, oh, it didn't help. <laughs> but I mean, like, was he strict?
1: Um, he has a lot of authoritarian uh, qualities
0: because I've always heard the children of like pastors do the same thing like when yeah they, they go
1: they go the sex route because of that's like what's yeah. so repressed in them and then cops kids go the drug route because, most of the time
0: yeah because it's like I can't do anything my dad might catch me or because he's a I don't know, policeman. I'm assuming, right?
1: Well, I mean, I just did everything at school because <laughs> that's what oh, okay. I was. <laughs>
0: yeah, or just Got arrested when at
1: school. All kinds of like. I have a very uh, colorful childhood and past.
0: <laughs> are you? Uh, do you, are you a marijuana smoker?
1: Um. Yeah. Um. I don't. So, weed doesn't affect me how I wish it would. I wish I could be one of those like all day weed smokers that would actually make quitting drinking like no big deal. Right. But um. Yeah, I smoke spliffs.
0: Are you... So are you still smoking weed even though you're quitting drinking?
1: Oh, yeah. That doesn't correlate at all to me. I don't... Okay. I don't see them as... Weed is never going to be a problem for me. For ever. You, I'm never... Yeah. It's never... Because if I take one hit of weed, it literally makes my teeth hurt. Like, it, it increases pain in my body.
0: So, so then why do you smoke?
1: Well, okay. So I smoked cigarettes for a really, really long time. And then... I started rolling tobacco, and then I started sprinkling weed on that, and now I don't ever smoke them separately. I, and I don't smoke regular cigarettes at all. They gross me out. But I know it's
0: complicated. No, that's fine. I was just... Because when I... I remember there was one time... Sorry, Mom, if she's listening. She I don't know if she is. But I remember one time in high school, I was hanging out with some friends, and we smoked. I'm... For the people listening, <laughs> quotations, boats. yeah, because I don't think it actually did anything. But I remember going home and being so paranoid, mm-hmm. and I don't think I was actually even high. Like I, we probably smoked like a reggae now. I don't even know if it was actual weed. But <laughs> well, I just back, remember, back
1: in those days, the Reggie. I just remember going Blake home weed. and
0: being like, the, that this isn't worth it. Like I tried to. I walked in, and my mom was like, "What's that smell?" And I was like, "I don't know. I'm going to bed." And she was like, no, you smell terrible. You should. She probably knew. No, because I don't know. Like, I feel like if they knew, they would have like killed me probably. But anyway, I got away (laughs) with it somehow. Do you want to hear
1: a ridiculous story from me being like in middle school?
0: Yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah. Because, oh, that's what I was getting to is you started, you said 13, 14. Uh Uh-huh. I was probably 17 before I even tried it.
1: Oh, okay. Yeah.
0: And then like I was I never really had much interest when I was younger about drinking or anything. So oh, I how, wanted to do everything. <laughs> so how yeah, that's what I was gonna ask. How did you get into it so young, I guess?
1: Um you well, you know, when you spend your whole life with somebody being like, don't do this. Yeah. You're like, I kinda think I'm gonna do that.
0: So that was um, that was the leading And
1: I smoked tons of weed when I was a teenager in my early twenties. I, I wanted I wanted to be a stoner so bad, but I don't think I've ever been high and been like, I'm having a great time.
0: <laughs> so it was mainly like the culture that you wanted to be in?
1: Uh, back then, I could see that being a thing. I just wanted to not be surrounded by law enforcement stuff. You know, I yeah. wanted to go the, the other way. Um, but yeah, what you were saying reminded me of my mom went out to dinner with one of our, I think her cousin or something. And her and I lived alone. He was visiting from out of town. And I was like, you know what, you guys go to dinner without me, I'm just gonna hang out at home. So I got my little foil pipe and my little weed <laughs> yeah. bag. I used to hide it in, in a yarn. Uh, are they called, Spoiled? skeins?
0: It, just like, are you talking about like the wrapped? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I, yeah.
1: Like, you you can just stick your like hand in the middle of yeah. it so I'd hide my weed in there. And, um, in, in my little, like, 14-year-old mind, it made sense to take a hit of weed and then blow the smoke, <laughs> this is so stupid, through, <laughs> through a straw into um, water that I had filled up in the sink.
0: What did you think, you thought that would, like, get rid of, like, this smell? It yeah. somehow?
1: Yeah, no, it just, like, did exactly what we all knew it would, you know, or know it would. It, you know, came out of the top and everything smelled like dirt weed and... <laughs> I freaked out and I was like, oh my God, it, it reeks of weed in here and now I'm stoned. And so I'm extra anxious and paranoid. And I'm like, okay, eye drops, I need eye drops. And I go <laughs> into my room and I grab the wrong thing. Oh no. And it was um, like iodine for like canker sores. Okay. And I, I didn't see it obviously. And I just dumped this like iodine into my eye and oh. it like dyed my contact orange.
0: Did it, like...
1: Burn like crazy? Yes. Oh, I gonna, yeah, I was going to say,
0: fuck your eye up. <laughs>
1: uh It wasn't great. I, I mean, I'm pretty blind anyway, but...
0: <laughs> but Man. then
1: uh they came home. I've got... I'm, like, my eye is on fire, and it smells of dirt weed, and I'm acting super weird. And then this cousin, who I didn't... I don't even... I didn't know this guy at the time. He sits me down and was like, we're going to talk about life and how
0: to... <laughs> Oh, geez. Do you remember what he said to you?
1: Oh, just some lame shit. Uh, Years and years later, maybe like even a decade later, we actually smoked weed together.
0: You and this cousin? Yeah, and this guy. That's funny. I... Man, that's something I haven't thought about in a long time. Getting (laughs) getting sat down and being like... I had
1: so much of that in my...
0: Really? So
1: much of it.
0: There was a couple times... There's a couple ones I remember specifically, like, when... Well, like, me and my brother didn't run in the same crowds, but for whatever reason, I feel like our waves of, like, being chaotic and then being chill were kind of, like, in sync.
1: Oh, that's nice.
0: So they would sit us down together and be like, you guys are fucking up right now, and, like, stop. And we'd just be like, okay. But I remember one time, so... This is the only thing I feel like why for sure was um, I say addicted to. I can't really clinically diagnose that. But like I used to be – this is also like 10 years ago. Sorry again, mom. (laughs) But uh, Adderall. Oh, sure, yeah. Yeah, I was a big like – because I would record music and so I'd take one and I could stay up all night and I was like really concerned about the levels and all the shit. But I remember one time – I was on it and my parents sat us down to have one of those talks. And I was just like, the whole time I was just like, fuck. Like my mind was going a thousand miles a minute, but I couldn't talk back. But I was also just trying to like, not, you know, be tweaky. So I was just figure like, out
1: what your hands need to do. Yeah. What, is, so, what does normal body language look yeah, like and, and how yes. do I achieve it yeah. right now?
0: <laughs> and so I just sat there I know that one well. and I just like looked, I remember I looked at, at the ceiling above them. So it looked like I was like paying attention, Ooh. you know, and just cross my, and I was like, okay, yeah. And I was like, I just want to go back to my room. I just want to go back to my room. My heart was like, Brrr.
1: Oh my God. Yeah. I see, I've always wanted to enjoy stimulants more, but I was more of a, an opiate person. Cause I like to be like, you know, like we just talked about, like I super need the help or, I need to learn how to relax, <laughs> you right. know? So opiates were always kind of my thing. But boy, that shit gets dark quick.
0: Yeah, I remember. Um, and again, see, I think it's just perspective too. And I promise we're going to get back to the drinking stuff.
1: Oh, I, riff, riff away.
0: But Let's uh, go. <laughs> yeah, whenever, and it's blatantly obvious, but I just remember hearing someone be like, you know, Adderall's essentially like meth, it's an amphetamine. And that's when I was just like, all right, I'm done. I'm out. Yeah. Because I don't, I've never done meth, don't have any interest to. But like the fact that I knew I was, you know, when I ran out, I was like, does anybody have? It? And I was just like, I gotta, this is fucking, I'm, I was. I think I was like 24 at the time. And I was just already hitting up friends for drugs. And I was just like, oh, this fucking, <laughs> I hate myself. I know you guys hate me. I also hate me. I just want you to know.
1: Yeah. I Yeah. Already, already 24. See, by 24, I feel like I was starting to like chill out.
0: I've heard that about people who, yeah, start well, younger. Well,
1: I, I say that, but you know, 25 and 26 were still pretty messy. About 28, actually, I think I started to sort of...
0: Do you mind if I ask how old you are? I'm 31. Oh, okay. So, I'm a, I, for some reason, I thought you were older than me. Maybe it's just because... Nice. Because I'm so mature. Well, I think it's also just because I've known of you for a while, even before, mm. so I, just, I you've just always been I always by. think
1: everyone's older than me
0: I am consistently so what, yeah.
1: yeah and I knew you were, but I also sometimes will be thinking that someone's older than me and they're like nowhere close. they're like young, young,
0: yeah, for some reason, again, I'm just I thought you were like thirty six I don't know why oh my God, I'm
1: glad that I'm not yet. <laughs>
0: I'll next. be 34 in a month and I feel like I'm starting to have um I don't know if this is like a midlife crisis thing but I'm noticing everybody getting old. Yeah. Is that do you think that's a midlife crisis thing?
1: No, I'm starting to notice it too.
0: Like I've I'll, always
1: ran with people a little older than me for the <clears throat> most part and I'm noticing them get old and I yeah. know that I'm next.
0: Uh, yeah. <laughs> I like I saw like a picture of Brad Pitt the other day. Oh yeah,
1: actors and stuff yeah. too. Yeah, and yeah, I was like Famous fuck.
0: Is he's, he's not like I was just like You're
1: supposed to be sexy forever, Brad. Yeah. What are you doing? I mean
0: he still is. But I'm just saying, like you could tell, and I was just like and that's when it kinda I was like, oh shit, like it's happening.
1: Yeah, starting to get faced with your mortality.
0: Yeah. I'm Which feeling that, too. Man. Yeah, that's a whole nother that's a whole nother conversation.
1: <laughs>
0: but I do wanna ask about the, cause I think you mentioned this a little bit in text message stuff, cl- the clarity that you've been, uh, having, realizing.
1: Yeah. Um, I, I'm almost, I mean, I'm pretty positive that I'm undiagnosed ADHD or somewhere within that Realm. range. Yeah. Uh huh. Um, and I'm a lot better at like staying consistent with tasks and not forgetting everything so far. I think it's only going to get better. But, um,
0: do you take stuff for, oh, you said you're undiagnosed. Right. I
1: would be super interested to get into therapy and see like, Hey, you know, this is, this is how my brain feels like all the fucking time. Yeah. And a lot of like, you know, a lot of people will say, well, you're, you do so much all the time. You, You couldn't possibly be this. And I'm like, you, you don't know what it's like and how much energy it takes me to like, yeah. So I feel like there's like some ADHD possible tendencies going on there, whatever you want to call it. Plus I have like a lot of, uh, like productive anxiety. Okay. I think that comes from a lot of my authoritarian upbringing, Which, which by the way, was only half the time my parents were divorced. So the other half of the time I had like full blown anarchy, my mom didn't give a fuck what was going on. So that's how I was able to get away with much, much more. Just felt like I should throw that out there.
0: Whenever you say, "Cause my dad, um, he wasn't a cop, but he worked for Tulsa Police Department."
1: Oh yeah, I mean that. Yeah,
0: and so that counts. I have the same thing. You might be the only person who will understand this, and it kind of just blew my mind. The what you just said, the author- authoritarian thing. Mm-hmm. So my parents were also divorced, and I'd go to my dad's. Sh- So whenever I could or whatever. Whenever the
1: judge said you were supposed
0: to. (laughs) And so like I would would remember walking down the hall and like he would notice if a picture frame was crooked Mm. and he would stop and he would fix it. And that's bled into, I'm not nearly that bad, but that's bled into my life because like if I see like dust on something, I like gotta, and I know that it's all from him.
1: Oh yeah, man. I get so many characteristics from him, <laughs> which is so funny. Cause you know, I spent a lot of, I mean, try having a cop dad as an only child and your daughter. It was
0: oh, yeah. fucking
1: rough. And, you know, my dad and I are super tight now. I actually saw him today. He bought me an air
0: compressor. So like, <laughs> yeah,
1: we're super tight now, but
0: So he had the, was he super cleanly and all that? Like my dad would to the lengths of like every night he would like shine his shoes and shit. You
1: know what my dad told me? Today? No. Oh, just in general. Many, many days ago. um, He, when I was, God, probably in elementary school. And he repeated this throughout my entire uh, childhood. If you don't take care of your home... That's saying that you, you don't love the people that are in it. And so.
0: That's weird. I feel like that's.
1: It's pretty extreme, right? Yeah. And not it, extreme. Yes, it, It's caused some interesting things to sort through in my adult life because, you know, I cohabitating with partners and stuff, I would find myself kind of reacting the way he would react if something didn't get done because I'm processing it as you don't love me. Yeah. You're not helping. So you don't love me. That's not fucked up.
0: Yeah. I like <laughs> I'm, gonna, I'm probably going to be unpacking that later. Like after this podcast, but I had, I used to have roommates who were just like, well, we were all dudes or whatever in our early twenties, but I had to have, it had to be clean. Like it has to be. And they would like throw old dishes in the sink and God, shit
1: drives me crazy.
0: It, Yeah, it. I remember being pissed about it, but like I had, I would just do them and just get it over with, and just be like, "It's." But
1: then you're doing resentment dishes, and that opens a whole other. That opens a whole other box of goodness to sort through.
0: This is what I'm starting to learn about having all these people on and doing all these podcasts about different life topics or whatever. There's there's literally so much to unpack with every, like, word. Or just every, like, <clears throat> even going back to the drinking stuff, like, you can be an addict, or you can be a social drinker, or you can, it could be, like, in your DNA, it's, mm-hmm. There's, and it, or it could be all of them, or none of them. Yeah. And it's just, like, I, this is, it gets so exhausting, honestly.
1: Well, each case is going to be, like, proprietary to itself, right? Like, every single person's experience is going to look different.
0: Yeah. And but, the, well, that's the thing. That's what I'm saying is, like getting to which one am I? How do I fix it? Yeah. Did I am like, let's say I diagnose myself from what I think I am and I'm trying to fix that, but that's actually not it.
1: Can I share something with you that I heard a long time ago and I think I forgot to remember it until now during this whole three week process so far, but it only takes what, like a few weeks to wean yourself off of whatever it was, but then it takes the rest of your life to figure out why you thought you needed it in the first place.
0: Oh, that's good. I've never heard that. I don't know where it
1: came from. Uh, it's not my own, but I've been putting little tidbits like that in my pocket for a long time. And, you know, I'd see people post on social media, like this many days sober, or like yeah. share their stories. And I, I'm somebody who always lurks and reads in the shadows. And I'm like, God, this, this could be me. I want this to be me so bad.
0: Right. We uh-huh. were talking, yeah. Cause we were talking about, um, or we were texting or whatever. And I told you, I want to be the person where someone's like, do you want a drink? And I'm like, oh no, I'm good. And they're like, oh, what about a coffee? And I'm like, oh, I don't even do that. Like,
1: oh, right. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah.
0: To the point I've, I've actually gone, I'm taking small steps to get there, but I've gone uh, vegetarian. Oh shit. It's only been like three days, but that's,
1: yeah, it, that I feel, one would be very hard for me.
0: I feel so much better for real. Yeah. Shit. Just like just a couple days of
1: how many things I'm, I'm just thinking to myself constantly cause I know there's other things like I shouldn't even be smoking splits. I rationalize it in my own mind. Right. But I'm still thinking like, "Mm, I should change this and I should change this.
0: Yeah. But I've also learned because I've tried to quit everything before at separate times. I've tried to quit everything all at once and then I go back to it uh, in different ways, either all at once or pick it up. Like I've noticed that if I have a coffee that usually makes me want like a cigarette with it, But if Mm -hmm. I don't have coffee, I can just put in gum and then Mm -hmm. I'm fine or whatever. Like, I guess triggers maybe. I don't know what it is. Oh, for sure. (laughs) It just, again, it's so exhausting and it's, yeah, when you're wanting to quit a bunch of stuff or slow down and I feel like it takes, but then on top of that, like, I still got to go to work. I got to come home. I got to do stuff. And it's just like, I'm, there's a reason I was probably taking a nap at two in the afternoon. The yeah, mental capacity is just drained beyond belief. I feel that
1: too. I just wish I could nap.
0: Have you energy wise and stuff? Have you has that boosted?
1: It's starting to pick back up. Of course, I was sick over the weekend, which right. If anybody listening, I did have a lot of allergies and still do. Um, oh yeah, you're supposed to feel like super euphoric on week two. And I was sick as fuck in bed. And I was like, no, my euphoria got oh. robbed of me. I was supposed to be feeling
0: real good. That's i uh, I've never heard that.
1: A friend. of Well, okay. So I've worked a lot of, um, subreddits plus reached out to a few friends who have given me their personal experiences. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So I might be feeling a little more energetic if I didn't have allergies, just like kicking my ass.
0: But did the uh, the euphoric thing? They like you're just supposed to wake up and have like a giant smile on your face, and you're like, "I'm not drinking." Yeah, and like your
1: energy is supposed to like amp up and all of that. But
0: oh, that's cool. I, I worked that. out
1: this morning actually, and usually I'm more into it. Today I found myself being like, "I going to go home."
0: A couple of years ago, um, I think I ended up quitting for two months. Ish. Um, And I remember um, emotions. I had a lot of... I went to see... So this was a long time ago. I went to see The Hobbit. Whoa. It was the third Hobbit movie. And uh, some of the characters die.
1: Wait, there's more than one Hobbit movie?
0: Yeah. They made it into a trilogy. There's three of them.
1: How long is each one of those?
0: Like two and a half hours. That's so stupid. Okay, go on. (laughs) But in the third one, a bunch of them die. And I just... Cried so, like, I probably normally would have, but I could tell that this was more than normal. And then I talked to some people, and they're like, Oh, yeah, like, after you quit drinking, you know, you're not as numb, and like things are blossoming and opening up. And yeah, I remember that being like really heavy because I was like, This movie's not even that good. Like, I don't really even care about these characters. <laughs> like,
1: I will say, though, as a woman, it I mean, that just happens to me a few days of every month anyway, where I'm just like crying at the dumbest shit for no reason. So if that's, if that's going to be a thing, I'm pretty used
0: to it. Okay. Yeah. So you have like, so
1: uh, it never really, yeah. Regulating your emotions definitely comes with quitting drinking, but I don't think I've really noticed anything yet. And if it does happen, I'm probably going to be like, oh, I got my period. Yeah. (laughs) Or it's like about to be, yeah.
0: I was just curious if you had felt that because I had only talked to a couple other people that could
1: the, back that story. The up. night that I came home from that like funeral, which it, there was like a formal service in the morning, and then evening portion was you know ton of friends and people getting together and live music and good food and all that. But my boyfriend was out of town. It was a really long emotional day. Um, But yeah, I, when I came home, I just sat and like stared at the wall in silence for probably like 10 minutes because I just felt so lonely and I felt, I even, I even had beer in the fridge and I didn't, I was like, no, you, you're not doing that. That was, that would be the stupidest thing in the world to do right now. So yeah, I guess I have just like sat with some stuff, but I don't know how much, I don't know how much sorting really got done at least in that moment. I would just kind of like try to turn it off. Oh, that's funny. That's why I was drinking in the first place. huh?
0: So you were, (laughs) you were talking about that moment specifically. You were, were you going through things in your head or were you like so exhausted from the day? This is
1: hard to, yeah, this is really hard to like put into words because I, I don't want to say that I just wasn't feeling anything. It was like I was feeling everything and nothing at the same time. Hmm. Like just sitting there in a really uncomfortable.
0: Yeah. Like, don't Space. even know what to
1: do with myself. And yeah, zapped of energy. Completely zapped of energy.
0: What did you end up doing? Like, after those 10 minutes?
1: Um, I probably watched something. I usually watch, like, Black and White. Um,
0: oh, yeah. Because you asked me if I'd seen Breakfast I, at Tiffany's or something, I think.
1: No. Well, no. I, yeah, I asked if you ever got into those movies. I, I weirdly haven't seen that one. I watched uh, An American in Paris.
0: I don't even know that one. I know American Werewolf in Paris, (laughs) which is awful. Does not hold up, by the way. Mm. That's what you did that night, though?
1: Yeah, I I probably fell asleep on the couch. Hold on.
0: Let me check my notes. Check away. (laughs) What day would that have been? Do you, I want to ask a question real quick about the loneliness factor.
1: <clears throat> oh, yep. Passed out on couch.
0: It's if, right there. If your boyfriend had been in town, do you think you still would have had that stare at the wall moment? Or would have you guys have like talked about the things? I'm
1: sure we would have talked about everything. But I mean, he was, he's, was on a work trip and working crazy long hours and crazy early mornings. And so I'm right. just like, just there alone yeah. with myself and my...
0: Man, I used to have... I haven't felt loneliness in a long time. Mainly because I think I'm probably distracting myself with like doing 20 things at once. But I do yeah, remember <laughs> the lonely feelings. And I think this is this is why... So, like I said, I haven't fully quit drinking. But I I stopped going out a long time ago. Because mm-hmm. I remember being out with people who... I thought were my friends, and then getting to that point in the night where I was just like, I, this sucks. None of these people understand me, or like whatever the reason was. Yeah. So I cut that shit off quickly. Like it was as soon as I realized what it was. But then that just led to me drinking alone at home because I wasn't going out. So that, I don't know. Hard to say
1: which one's worse. Like, double edged
0: sword. Yeah.
1: Drinking alone at home for me, actually, it, Allowed me to moderate a little bit more. Which is weird because I feel like I feel like I really crave social interaction, but then when I get in it, I get social anxiety.
0: Mm.
1: And then, you know, I drink to help curb that and it just goes from there.
0: But do you, even though you have that anxiety in the social situations, was it the more I drink it, the more it goes away and I become like, Mm -mm. no,
1: no, it was the opposite. The more I drank, the more anxious I got. And I just didn't realize that until I stopped drinking. In fact, my, my boyfriend and I went to a friend's house to visit somebody that, um, you know, had been having a really hard time. It was connected with the death kind of thing. Um, and yeah, we were hanging out, talking to some friends. And when we got home, he was like, you know, You were super cool tonight. Normally you're a little more high strung. And he said, you know, that I was just relaxed, which he wasn't used to seeing. And I was like, God damn it.
0: Is that a good God damn it or bad? That's a
1: good God damn it. But also like, oh my God, I just should have done this sooner.
0: Oh, okay. Yeah. The irony
1: of the whole entire thing to me is like, man, I should have just, but whatever, whatever.
0: I've heard that one a lot too, from mostly like, I should have quit. However long ago, but I've...
1: But what you said at the very beginning really, you know, struck me about how, you know, you get to choose how the story ends. Yeah. We're not old. We're just aging.
0: But it's also, too, within... uh, I'm I'm really trying not to get off on tangents about a hundred different topics. But, like... So, I'm not an anxious person, but you are, and then... You also like going out, but you kind of (laughs) don't. I don't really like going out, but I like being home. Like we talked about drinking and cleaning is a thing.
1: Oh man, I did like that.
0: And then with, but with like social media and fucking Ukraine and Russia. And it's like, there's literally (laughs) just so much going on that sitting home playing a video game that I played when I was in eighth grade drinking sounds like the only... Decent opportunity or decent um, option to do where I just won't jump off a fucking bridge, you know?
1: Hey, man, if that's what keeps you from jumping off a bridge, I feel like that's that can't be too bad, right?
0: Yeah, but I gravitate then,
1: towards but, things that make me comfortable, like from my past as well, too.
0: Do you, but, you think
1: that has something to do with it? Some, like something that was so familiar a, to you, it feels you yeah. know safe.
0: Yeah, for sure. I, yeah. So there's a lot of that and then a lot of rewatching like comfort shows, even if there's like comfort shows, 20 fucking seasons and it takes six months of your life. What, what's your top three comfort shows? Uh, right now I'm doing a modern family rewatch, Okay, which is if you've never seen it, I mean, there's 11 seasons. It's a lot. I've never
1: gotten into that one. I, no, I do know one of your top. One
0: Sorry. of mine. Yeah. What is it? Gilmore girls. Oh yeah. Gilmore <laughs> girls is a good one. Uh, and I think scrubs. It was probably, I've watched, oh, that one was pro- funny. i probably watched Scrubs more than anything. That's a good one. Yeah. What are yours? Wait, are you still watching Gilmore Girls? Cause didn't you say you started?
1: I had a night where I, I let them did play you, through. Did you, did
0: you fall off? I fell off a little bit. It's okay. It's not for everybody. It's okay.
1: I do, um, yeah. Cheers, Golden Girls, The Office.
0: Okay. I've never, I've seen episodes of the Golden Girls. Oh, I've seen.
1: I used to watch it with my, my papa when okay. I was a little baby, and he'd be like, "Come on, let's watch the funny ladies."
0: And then I think I've seen a couple episodes of Cheers, and then I've, I've only seen every episode. I've only been able to make it through the Office one time because of I have a really bad secondhand embarrassment thing
1: oh interesting i had to watch
0: the first like three episodes like six times before i made it further finally because i was i would just watch this and just be like how do people find this is so embarrassing yeah
1: oh i love that but then
0: once i get past once i got past it i watched the whole thing and i was like yes have you seen
1: euphoria that everyone's talking about
0: no i don't have
1: yeah i one of my best friends she's super into it um I finally watched a couple episodes and I got two in and like, whoo talk. Yeah. I had an emotional roller coaster. I, because of the, the, subject word, the word triggered definitely belongs here. Yeah. Because oh, yeah. I, you know, we haven't like super delved into my, you know, past maybe a little bit, but like some of the stuff that the main character was doing and feeling and saying, I was like, woof. I relate to this too much. She even like, There were little drug nuances that I caught on to that, like, I think people who didn't do drugs wouldn't have caught on to.
0: Interesting. That that
1: kind of stuff where...
0: So it's really well written.
1: Well, yeah, I was like, well, you know, they got like this and this right. But realistically, you know, this kind of should have been.
0: (laughs) It's one of those. (laughs) I I have a really hard time um, with dramas. Like I watch like a drama movie cause it's over in two hours, but like a drama TV show where it's just like hit after hit after hit. And it's like,
1: Oh yeah. When people tell me to get into shows, I'm like, I, I'm just going to be real with you. I don't want to.
0: Yeah. <laughs> just, oh, that's so good. I'm going to start using that. Dude, you should watch. I'm just going to be real with you. I don't want to. <laughs> that's so good though. Uh, and, and it's fucking fun. If you don't laugh at that and just be like, <laughs> okay, you know what I mean?
1: Oh, one of my, one of my good friends sent me a meme the other day too, where it was like somebody's some crazy face. And it was like the face I make when someone's trying to explain a card game to me. And this friend used to work at shuffles and he would always be trying to get me to play games. I'd be like, stop it. I don't want to play this game.
0: (laughs) Yeah. I can't do board games.
1: Oh God. Well, yeah, I can't even take baths. I'm too, like, I just don't want it.
0: (laughs) So what is your, have you been... Um, I mean, we talked about how when you first quit, you'd went to a couple bars or whatever, but are you done with the nightlife, I guess?
1: Oh, my boyfriend's band played at Sound Pony on a Friday and I was like, man, I'm so proud of you guys. I would love to be there, but I'm just not ready for like a sober Friday at Pony. I'm right. just not ready for that. And you know, a lot of my friends, we drank heavily together. We loved having like, you know, sloppy trash days where we would, I mean, it was fun as shit and I'm definitely going to miss it, but I just feel so much better this way that I don't want to fall back into that. that yeah. Um, so I, in time, I, I I do a situation by situation basis, just kind of like weigh it out.
0: That's good. Instead yeah. of just being completely closed off and being like, well, no. Uh,
1: well, yeah. And that's actually why I'm glad that I went to go see a show on night one of sobriety because I was like, this doesn't have to be forever, but I'm just going to stay sober at this one show and we'll see. We'll see. And and, you know, that's me kind of like trying to trick myself into keeping going.
0: Do you have, um, um, so you said you don't meditate. Do you not in the conventional sense? Do you do yoga or any of that stuff?
1: I stay active. Well, you know, I have a lifelong of dance background,
0: right? Right, right, Yeah, Yeah. Yeah. So So you have, yeah.
1: And there's not a conventional bone in my body. Most people are like, what kind of dance? And it's like, well, if you look at your relationship to movement in a certain way, like there is no style behind it. Um, so yeah, I've taken all of my dance training and applied it to my life in general. But, uh, I do something called bar three for actual fitness. Um, What is that? So I think...
0: That when you said, like, you worked out this morning, this is what you did?
1: Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's dance-based, like, toning. And I'm going to be real, it gets cheesy. Okay.
0: Because
1: they'll be like, come on, gang, let's catch this beat! (laughs) But, like...
0: Wait, are you at, like, a... A
1: studio? Yeah. Yeah. It is specifically a Bar 3. I think it's, like, a franchise, but Bar 3... So it's, like, combining the elements of Pilates, Bar... And maybe yoga. I I don't actually know what the third one is, but but I think it's yoga. Um, they have an entire hour long choreography that the instructors lead you through, and every single movement is to the beat of the okay. playlist that's playing, and it's barefoot. Um, so those are kind of my two prerequisites if I'm going to take any fitness thing seriously.
0: Can't wear shoes.
1: I fucking yeah no. <laughs>
0: That's interesting. And also
1: fitness people and definitely yoga people have the worst taste in music. So, you know, this isn't great, but it's digestible enough that I'm able to zone out and an hour flies by and I'm like, oh, good.
0: Is this something you did before you quit drinking? Yeah. Oh, okay. So it's been... The
1: past uh, year and a half, I'd say I've been doing this. Because, yeah, COVID, because I owned a dance studio (laughs) and then... I closed and then 7 days later covid hit and then I spent covid like heavily drinking. So I was still mm-hmm. like drinking pretty heavy and working out to try to counteract, yeah. it, I guess. But dude, the alcohol bloat came off of me like immediately. I noticed oh, it in yeah. in my body immediately. And I don't know if that's because I'm more in tune with it from a lifelong of dancing or what, but in my face and abdomen.
0: It just dropped off.
1: Yeah. And it's not a weight thing. It's just like a... Yeah. I looked like swollen.
0: Yeah. 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 I know exactly what you're talking about. Yeah. I have had that... Dude, I've had nights of drinking where like I'll, I'll drink like a lot and then I'll walk by a mirror and I'll literally... And it's probably because I'm drunk too, but I'll look like 40 pounds heavier and then I'll wake up the next morning and be like, where, where did it go? Like, what is it?
1: Oh, dude, I'm glad you said that. Looking in the mirror at that show on day, day, I guess night one all, the bitches were super drunk by the end of the night. And so I went to go pee and came out and looked in the mirror and I was like, oh shit, this is crazy. <laughs> like I'm used to kind of like what you just said, but yeah. it's like, you know, you look in the mirror after, you know, good amount of drinking and you're like. Ew. Yeah. (laughs) And I looked in the mirror and I was like, oh shit. I look the same as when I walked in. Yeah. That was trippy.
0: I bet that's like, I feel like little things like that are the highs that you're going to ride to. And that
1: are so unanticipated. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Because I remember, I think it was the night I, well, I don't know. It was here within the last month. But I really had one where I, like I walked by the mirror and I was just like, dude, you are <laughs> fucking gross. <laughs> and then I was just like, this sucks. Because also that's the thing too, is like, so I have bouts of depression, right? And so like sometimes you drink because you're sad and then it just makes it worse. But then like the night I fucking peed my pants before that happened. I went out to my friend's show and I had a great time. Like, Mm -hmm. and so I'm going to miss that stuff, obviously.
1: I'm definitely going to miss it too. It's like, I, I haven't fully mourned that part of it yet, but what I'm hoping happens is that, and I've heard a lot of long time sober people say this is that I have just as much fun, yeah, if not more fun. Um, but when people start getting sloppy, I've also heard, you know, sober people dip out earlier. Like we talked about it. Oh, bit. okay.
0: Yeah. I, have, I haven't uh, seen that yet. Um, my thing is, is I woke up last Saturday morning and I wasn't hungover, and I slept really well, which doesn't happen every night, but I almost instantly, almost like as soon as I woke up, I was just like, this is awesome. Like, it's going to be a good day, even if like I don't remember if it was or not, but just <laughs> that initial like not waking up and being like, Ugh, and like, yeah, <sighs> that's enough. I feel like to hold on to and be like, all right, let's try to fucking, you know, have a, at least a good morning every morning.
1: When I think about adding the hours up that I spent
0: drinking. That's a big one. Yeah.
1: That one was devastating. I always knew that like money was going to be like a thing. I kind of tried to not think about it. Like how much am I spending on this one, you yeah. know? Um, but the adding up the time was super devastating. Cause I basically had like a full-time job on top of working.
0: Oh, with drinking, you mean? Yeah. yeah.
1: If I'm drinking when I get home every night and then on the weekends. Yeah. That's and then if you especially factor in hangover time, Yeah. Fucking time. Especially for somebody who has so much like productivity anxiety.
0: My big one was so years ago, I was like crazy depressed for like a very long time. And then, and I don't, this, this, again, this should have been something that was like, then fucking stop doing this. But like getting off. And then calculating the hours until you have to go back to work. So you figure out how much you can drink before you have to be in bed. And like, <sighs> yeah. I don't know if that was a thing for you, but um, like,
1: I would do that and then completely ignore it because after okay. like, after a few drinks, I'm so mischievous to like my own detriment where I'm like, yeah, I know I said that was going to be a thing, but oh, it won't be. Yeah.
0: Fuck it. Yeah a
1: rule breaker.
0: This is interesting. <laughs> Will you come back like in I don't know, 2 2 months, 3 months? Yeah, for sure. And just like cuz I want to know just how it unfolds. Absolutely. Yeah.
1: Oh, there is one thing I want to ask you about. For sure. You're a movie guy. I'm not a movie guy as much. Okay, Okay. so there's um, a book that I have been reading, and they mention a Nicolas Cage movie from 1995. Okay. Have I asked you about this yet? No. I think I saved it. Okay, good. Uh, Leaving Las Vegas. Have you seen this?
0: I have not.
1: Please promise me, for the love of God, that you will watch this movie.
0: (laughs) So this is a thing that... um, Okay, so for you, I will.
1: Please, you know, I'm not like... I never beg people to watch movies. That is not who I am. I am begging
0: you. But it's funny that you brought him up because it's very adamant on my other podcasts. I don't know why. I don't really have anything against the guy, but oh my I cannot God, you hate f- Cage. fucking stand Nicolas Cage. You just
1: said, I don't have anything against him, but I can't stand
0: him. Yeah, I know. Like, I don't. there's nothing that comes okay. to mind. that's like, oh, that's why I just see Nicolas Cage and I'm like, fuck that guy. <laughs> this know.
1: movie is fuck. I'm obsessed with it. It's super dark. It's such a bummer. The editing is so weird. And I just watched it with like my jaw dropped the whole time and my hands on my face just looking. Is it
0: like an alcohol related thing? Yes. Okay. That's why
1: it's mentioned in this book because he, he's like an intense alcoholic, like chugging liquor out of the bottle, loses everything in his life, his wife, his kids, his job. So he goes to Las Vegas to drink himself to death, but he meets this hooker and they just fall in this super chaotic love.
0: Yeah, that sounds like, especially with him, like, yeah.
1: And, like, halfway through it, I was like, how is this going to
0: end? I think that's a Cohen Brothers movie.
1: It's edited. I mean, the soundtrack is bomb. It's just a bunch of real, like, sleazy jazz and, like, sharp cuttings. Are you looking up?
0: Yeah. Dude.
1: And then when it did end, I was like, that's... Oh, it's not, no. It's not? Okay.
0: Um... But, I've heard, I mean, I've heard this name, or that the title, like, for as long as I can remember. Well, please
1: watch it and get back to me. Okay. When I did see the ending, I was like, this is the only way this could have ended, isn't it? Does he die? Hell yeah.
0: Oh, okay. So, so well, he drinks himself to death.
1: But I'm still not giving anything away, because it's just so, it's absurd. It's so absurd.
0: Okay. <laughs> I will, for you, I will suffer through a Nicolas Cage movie. I mean, again, I don't know why I hate the guy.
1: That's so crazy. I am completely indifferent, but On because Nicolas of this movie, King. I'm going to say, actually, I'm in love with
0: him. Okay. I mean, I guess, like, Con Air's okay, you know? I have
1: no idea. I haven't seen anything well, except leaving Las Vegas.
0: Go to... Do you have the IMDb app? Oh No. Oh. Well... It's free. You can download it. It's an okay. international movie database. Okay. And then now that you're not drinking, you have a bunch of free time yeah, and you true. can just look up an actor and then it has everything they've ever done and you can just start going through people's catalogs. But
1: nothing will ever be as good as this movie.
0: Well, I haven't seen it, so I can't say yes or no. Okay, well, get back I, to
1: me. When we you should you better have seen it by our next update.
0: Okay. I will for sure. And then, do then we'll discuss. That. Okay. I am going to need to write that down too, because I will immediately forget. Um, Okay. So I do this thing. I can't remember if I told you about this or not. Um, Since my solo podcast has um, heavier topics, I do this thing at the end of every episode where it's like a rapid fire question thing. Oh, shit. Okay. Just to bring the mood back up for the people that are listening (laughs) and they're not just, I don't know, depressed. Okay, what is your favorite cuss word? Puck. Okay, good. That's a good one. <laughs> your go-to fast food?
1: Arby's mozzarella sticks. Really? Hell yeah. Everyone gives me so much shit for it, but they are superior to any mozzarella stick.
0: I don't know if I've ever had them. Okay,
1: well, we need to fix this as well.
0: I'll, I'll try... I'll. Eat Arby's mozzarella sticks while I'm watching Leaving Las Vegas.
1: That's the ultimate me experience, right there.
0: (laughs) What is your favorite cartoon character?
1: Ooh.
0: I guess. I've always
1: been really horny for Hey Arnold.
0: (laughs) Okay. Yeah. He's so cool. He was. Yeah. When I I was a kid, I always wanted his bedroom. Yes, exactly. I was just going to
1: say his room.
0: Yeah. He had the fold out, the couch that folded out of the wall. And then he also had like a rooftop balcony thing.
1: Yeah. And his like, yeah, it was, uh, wasn't his, the roof made of glass? He was on the top floor of that. Yeah.
0: And he had the, yeah. And I think they were in New York, which was obviously. Definitely. What is your spirit animal? A seahorse. Can I ask why? If you don't want to explain, you don't have to. Oh, they're
1: so majestic, dude. Um, well, the men have the babies, first of all, and I've always felt a little more masculine than feminine and, uh, they're, yeah, their men have the babies and they're really slow and they've got to like grip onto the grass so they don't get, you all know, away. washed away. Yeah.
0: Cool. Okay.
1: Also, they're just super fucking cute. I grew up scuba diving and the first time I saw one in the wild, I mean, I've never forgot it.
0: You can have them as pets, right? Do you have serious pets? I'm sure
1: you can, but having a saltwater tank is literally a lifestyle that people Uh-oh. take very seriously.
0: It's, I didn't You can't. Way.
1: You can't even like, go out of town. You have to have somebody that knows what they're doing.
0: That's too much.
1: It's entirely too much.
0: <laughs> if you had a book written about you, what would it be called?
1: Oh, shit. Hold on. I actually... Oh, my God. I was joking about this with my friend not that long ago. What would it be called? Can I get back to you on this?
0: Yeah. Well, there's only one question left. Oh, okay. Um, What's one thing you've always wanted to do but haven't?
1: I want to go in a hot air balloon.
0: Oh, that's cool. Never done that. (laughs) Yeah. Mine was skydiving, so it's very similar. That's not even close to similar. Yeah, you're up in the air. and it's Yeah, but
1: I'm not falling out of the <laughs> well, balloon Yeah, I'm mean, jumping I just, out of it. <laughs> all right, I
0: just meant because of the air.
1: Well, okay.
0: Do you want to save the book question for next time?
1: Yeah, because I actually had... It'll come to me, just absolutely not while I'm trying to think about it. That's fine. Because it's something I've already thought about.
0: <laughs> yeah, I need to make my questions a little more like out there. And I don't even have a thing, because if you come back on... I can't ask you the same questions. I have to have more prepared for next time. Oh, you need a, a larger list. Yeah. <laughs> that was a very last minute thing I did before. Uh,
1: what's well, a good idea though.
0: Yeah. It's fun. It lets the people know more about you in a non like invasive personal ish way.
1: The seahorse thing was pretty personal.
0: Well, that's why I said you didn't have to. <laughs> I'm joking. You I'm joking, didn't joking. want to. Because that's also the thing that people do take seriously. Like, there are certain questions, not that one specifically or that one, but there are just some that people are like, it's like a little much. And I feel like the spirit animal thing could be one if you're that kind of person. I, don't I know. actually
1: went to the aquarium recently because my boyfriend and I were like, what are, what are some wholesome activities that we can do? Because I just, you know, I, I do have free time now. I'm not spending so much time either drinking or recovering from drinking. So we went to the aquarium and I just love the seahorses so much. And I stand there and I stare at them. But these little kids, dumb moms, they're like, look, she's pregnant. She's about to have babies. And I was like, read the literature. It's next to the tank on a placard. That's the male pooch it, poofing his pouch out.
0: Two, eight, it's because he was pregnant. So we can show the
1: woman how many babies he can hold.
0: Oh, it's a uh, peacocking thing.
1: Uh-huh. I think it's a brooding pouch.
0: Oh, I was going to ask, does your boyfriend still drink? Or did he drink?
1: Yeah, but he doesn't have addict brain the way I have addict brain. So he's always been able to just like have one. And I've actually noticed that now that I'm not like slamming bevs around him, he just doesn't drink as much either. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. I I don't care when he drinks so at all because he's always been like more of a normal person.
0: That's cool. Yeah, Yeah. I've had, my thing, I don't know when it started, and I don't think I've um, necessarily ever tried to just have one, because yeah, my brain was always like, we're either not going to drink, or we're just going to get fucked up.
1: Yeah, it sounds like you've got the addict brain, That's probably what it is, yeah. (laughs) Yeah.
0: Because my dad's the same way, growing up, he would, on a Wednesday night, drink like a 20-pack by himself. Yeah. So that's probably where it started. But uh, this is fun. <laughs> you yeah, know, man. Thanks a, for having me on. Yeah, they're very. Like I said, I'm trying not to. I've said this the past couple of podcasts, but as I get talking to people, and like I said, I start thinking about my past stuff, and then I start analyzing it in real time, and I'm just like, let's just have a conversation. I'll deal with my shit. Else, oh no, time. I like it. Yeah, but I th- I feel like it, uh, is disrespectful to the guest i mean i guess it brings up like more topics and stuff or the tangents we can go off on i like like, more of
1: the natural flow vibe (laughs) i think you balance it well because you've clearly got some questions to ask me but then it goes off into yeah you know life stories i like that
0: i feel like you could come back a lot actually and then we would never run out of almost anything i'll keep
1: talking yeah i I will do it
0: yeah oh wait there
1: is actually one thing i forgot to say that on night 1 when i was at the show i was really worried that my relationship to music would be different and that it would not feel as deep without consuming a depressant um yeah i was completely fucking wrong about that Is someone to say that Better now? Yeah. Really? Well, yeah, because you know feeling all of the bloat on top of like even working out i i lost so much of my body conditioning And articulations and all kinds of things that I was used to being able to call on without any problem. Um, And just from not drinking, I'm feeling all of that clarity just within my physical body come back. Oh, nice. Which directly correlates to music with me because of my dance background. Yeah, That's cool. I really wanted to get that out. I'm glad I didn't forget.
0: Yeah, I had... Well, I think that's why I stopped going out was my... Fear of just being like, Well, obviously, I know it's not going to be as fun if I'm the sober one, but also again, when I went out, I would make a fool of myself and I would talk to people that I probably wouldn't talk to sober, but I like knew like I almost looked forward to that mm-hmm. if that makes sense,
1: yeah, I always leaned into that kind of thing yeah. too
0: it's i mean it's 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 harmless like I'm not doing anything I was kind weird. of
1: worried that I would I would i don't know when you are lacking the inhibitions while drinking i was kind of worried that i would be less fun or something but i'm actually realizing that i bring up just as many topics Uh, i'm still goofy as fuck i'm still gonna bring out some shit from left field and you know make someone laugh i feel funnier
0: oh that's good because i'm yeah
1: because i'm present you know i'm quicker
0: yeah the Mm -hmm. Mm wittiness yeah Yeah, I think my thing is um, I semi – for the most part, I want to be left alone, right? Like I don't want random people coming up to me and talking to me. But like on those nights that I chose to go out, I would kind of flip that switch in my brain and be like, oh, we're going to go out. We're going to be social tonight. We're going to talk to people. But like otherwise, if I'm not drinking, I'm like, again, I just want to be – doing my stuff where nobody knows where I am and they can't get a hold of me and yeah.
1: Oh yeah. I, I had a little spot where I would always go hang out, sit alone. I'm not gonna say it here.
0: No, you don't have to.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I'll tell you somewhere else. I'll tell you in a minute.
0: Um yeah. So thank you for coming on.
1: Yeah. I will gladly come back anytime. This was awesome. This was fun,
0: yeah. Um you can follow me online, uh Instagram, Facebook. Twitter backslash SVO Taylor, or you can follow the podcast stuff on all of that backslash SVO presents. We're on iTunes, Spotify, iHeartRadio, SoundCloud, Pandora, Audible, pretty much everywhere. So thanks for listening. Bye. 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 Has been a Supervillain Obituary Presents Podcast.